Welcome to We Are Human. I'm your host, Elijah. And in this podcast, I sit down with different individuals to discuss a range of topics, from their upbringing and creative pursuits to their journey on self-improvement. I believe that there is power in community and learning about people. So I hope these stories are an encouragement to you. My name's Catherine. I'm here with Elijah, and we are up to no good. Cheers. We met in high school. Mm -hmm. We bonded a lot because of music. You actually put me on to so many artists. I made you, yeah. Probably some of my favorite memories with you is just the concerts we went to. We met Kellen Quinn so, together. Yeah. I so, have that picture on my Facebook somewhere. So many. So we met a lot of people. Um, didn't we? We met. Um, the Mice and Men. Pierce the Veil. Who's we the, did. Vic Fuentes. Vic. I just remember him being so sweaty and smelled so good. We have a lot of good ones. I think the one I use the most is with like my relationships now. When people say they like like me or something, or oh well, I did this for you. I'm like, but you didn't learn my apocalypse type of love. You don't love me like learning my apocalypse because I feel like I could be remembering this incorrectly, but I feel like I didn't tell you like this is the greatest song of all time. I was just like, man, that riff is just fucking great. Like, yeah, I, I learned love. it. I learned it solely to impress you. Iconic, iconic. That's that's why I'm like, you don't love me like that though. <laughs> yeah, plenty of plenty of good times with the house shows, the house show that we had here. <sighs> that was a good one. Yeah, with Yubi, one. Christian Ayala. I I watched that video literally just for when I kicked them. When Christian and um, Yubi were moshing just by themselves and they were getting close to us. Well, we, I, I, I just, because they were getting close, so I just put on my foot and kicked them as hard as I could. So that was a good one. You're pursuing acting right now. Um, so that's how I met my best friend Mary is we are in the same acting class. So we started at the same time. So. Okay. Our friendship is like the beginning of a new kind of life for me and I like to think of it like that because she's just so great and then the life I'm living now is so great so it's just kind of nice how they kind of blended together. I remember the exact moment too when I was like this is it, this is what I was going to do. I think I was 11 or 12. Uh, my grandparents used to always go to the high school where in Port St. Lucie where I grew up. Um, they would always go to the matinees of the high school plays and things like that and yeah. my grandparents took me and my sister Ashley to Thoroughly Modern Millie, and it was a girl who was the lead, obviously Millie, um, and she was just everything. She was just everything, and I just remember watching it and knowing this is it. I didn't really know the aspects of theater, but I just remember watching it and being like, that's, that's going to be me. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and that's and I wanted to go to that high school. I, I tried to uh, go there, but then you know things happened. My family moved to Orlando my freshman year of high school. Dropping out of high school was probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. But that was one of the things that I did thinking with good intentions. My mom was sick, and my sister was sick earlier, and we we my parents didn't have money. And in Port St. Lucie, growing up in Port St. Lucie, my parents had so much money. Uh, that year of all the hurricanes coming. Uh, wiped out my parents business and one thing after another that's why we had to move to Orlando so my dad could get a job here he, got, he had a job opportunity here so we moved um, and we were getting my family's getting more stable with money um, but it wasn't like my both of my sister's childhoods like my both of my sister Ashley and Lauren had different childhoods than I did yeah um, because I think I was only like 12 when my parents lost everything so I moved out thinking which is so silly now as an adult, thinking this is one less mouth for my parents to feed. So I thought if I left 
I, it would make my parents' lives easier. And um, that's when Ashley was uh, in school at um, UWF, and she was the smart one. And so I thought, I was scared with money that if my parents had to support me or any idea of me going to college, that was less of an opportunity for Ashley. And um, if anyone was gonna make it, it was gonna be her. Mm -hmm. So I felt like if I just removed myself from the situation, life would be easier for everyone else. And once again, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done because that wasn't the case at all. My parents would have rather me done everything with them. And so that's why I stopped theater and everything like that. Other reasons too, obviously. And then worked at the tattoo shop for years, which was a very learning experience. They, the guys at the tattoo shop joked that I like was raised in a tattoo shop because that's really, I mean, I started the job when I was 18 and then quit when I was 23. So joined Artsake, which is the school I go to, it's the studio I go to, and that has changed my life tremendously. It's just the, the greatest family. I mean, I already have the greatest family, um, but you're, you know, sometimes your family is in your blood, it's who you bleed for, and those people are absolutely everything. Yeah. So. When I dropped out of high school, I started that full-time job. I moved across town to Dr. Phillips and started the full-time job at Atomic. Um, and so I went to a, a school-to-work program. I went to school from like 7 a.m. to like 11, and then I worked at Atomic from 12 to 10, like six days a week at first during my apprenticeship. But yeah, I got my high school diploma. You mentioned one of the things that you are terrified of is not being good enough, mm -hmm. which is something I think a lot of people struggle with. Absolutely. How do you like navigate through that? I mean, I don't think there's uh, one path for anyone um, or even me, you know, I don't, I don't think you ever like find your exact whatever works for you. You can try your best to figure out what works for you. But uh, I think um, with art's sake, the school I go to, um, it helps so much, but little things, I mean, the lessons they give you, because it's not just it's not just a, like an acting studio, it really it it teaches you a lot. Um, one of the things for this question is um, a big thing we they teach us is uh, show them what they need, don't give them what they want. That's what it is. So a lot of times, even though what they're looking for and I am not enough from what they're looking for, uh, it's kind of our their strategy is to teach you. No, but you do need me though. Like whatever, everyone's so different. Everyone has their own niche. Everyone has their own something. And the world needs it. Yeah. Every aspect needs whatever you have to offer, you know, whatever you specifically have to offer. Um, and showing people that whatever my weird quirk is or, you know, things like that is exactly what you need. Um, is has helped a lot. Um, I think it necessarily has to start with believing in yourself. It's, it's, uh, it's easier said than done though, mm -hmm. you know? No matter how hard you try, how do you ever feel like, yeah, that was enough, you know? Do you ever feel like you're enough? I would be lying, you know, if I said that I did. But like I mentioned earlier, um, before we started recording, the, the friendships that I have and, and the people that really get to show their supportive side or just their support in general is what really helps me to remember like I'm doing something right and even if I'm not like I'm doing something for myself and yeah. the people that I am affiliated with or, or 
the closest to they believe in me so I need to believe in myself like that should be enough to for me to know like I, I gotta believe in myself yeah. you know the vast support that you have of the people around you should be enough to convince you otherwise yeah. and I think there's a lot of power to that because absolutely like yeah. it's emotionally overwhelming there's no one else like you you gotta believe in yourself yeah and that that can be enough to like move mountains at, absolutely in certain situations you yeah. know you navigate through it together. as best as you can you know as best as you can with the people the right people that's what I was saying earlier like with surrounding yourself with uh, um, the best people the best people that's what that has made my that has changed my life so much um, but it's kind of weird though because I, I've also uh, I don't want to say discarded but I have removed people there we go I've re removed people from my life who have been my friend for like 10 years 12 years and uh, deciding what I need and what's healthy for me and is this what's best for me and it's not so I feel like that's a big thing is surrounding yourself with people that only elevate you that's the word yeah uh, I'm very biased about Mary I think she's a godsend but she's like it's it's very weird to have a friend that's like I don't feel good she's like well what did you eat today how did you sleep enough last night or think like someone who cares so genuinely you know about you and those are like very particular questions to yeah. ask too it's not even about like what happened or what's going or, on with or whatever you, yeah. it's like it's about your your actual well-being yes. first mm -hmm. and that plays a huge role in all of that too mm -hmm. and but that's something I think that we don't think about throughout oh. the day oh yeah you know and that's what um jim carrey was actually talking about that where how he was talking about mental illness and yeah he's like i believe in mental illness he's like but at first you you have to give your body the right nutrients you have to give yourself rest you have to put all these all these elements in there of course if you're not giving yourself all these elements then you don't have a fighting chance yeah so it, it's weird to have someone who actually cares about those minor elements which you as a human should care about but like when do I think if oh well when's the last time I went outside you know like whoever really thinks about those things like yeah I, I walked to my car but that's not being outside that's not being in the sun that's not just taking pressure. taking earth in exactly a you made a comment the other day of like you know me I'm always in a relationship um, that's word for word what I said wow okay yeah <laughs> how important do you think it is you know like to have that time to yourself before I had no idea now I know now I um now I know. Uh it's hard so the biggest thing like what are you scared of is not being enough. Um yeah, it's 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 hard to be enough for anyone else because everyone else has their own motives, everyone has this, everyone has that. So it's hard to be enough for anyone else. And I think it's even harder to be enough for yourself. Cuz that's the truest form. Cuz at the end of the day, when you're in bed by yourself or you know, say you're 90 and you're in hospice and you're in a hospital bed, you're by yourself, you're left with your own thoughts. So to be enough for yourself then, uh, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, but I think being by yourself, like you asked, is... Uh, you get to learn a lot, you absolutely, know, yeah. about yourself. I feel like a lot of times you learn things about yourself you like and that you don't like. And then that's when you end up with a situation, am I gonna change it or am I just gonna roll with the punches, you know? Um, and, then, and then that turns into a different lifestyle and this and that. So I think it's very important to be by yourself. 
it's hard to it's hard that's that's hard to be by yourself and be okay with that be okay with by yourself because at the end of the day yeah you're by yourself because it could be by choice absolutely let's say I'm not wanting to be with anyone I'm gonna be by myself yeah it's by choice but at the end of the day at some at some point you want to be wanted by other people and that's just human instinct and um, that's hard so it's not a, it's not only your own thoughts of just trying to figure out who you are and who you are by yourself but being okay with not being wanted and not wanting this and that's a that's a loaded question that's hard that's a good question one thing that I've learned about being in a relationship actually is it's very easy to get caught up and it's very easy to lose sight of who you are because sometimes you'll find yourself compromising yourself for the other person. I think that's the easiest option. Yeah, and, and, it, and it happens both ways, don't get me wrong. Um, and so the moment that you do get to spend time with yourself, you kind of relearn things and habits and you know like oh like I actually like doing these things yeah. and <laughs> oh I actually hate yeah. this show and going to downtown or whatever yeah. and that's healthy because it, it, it allows you to like redefine yourself the way that you want to be defined and yeah. like who you truly are like being authentically you yeah. allowing yourself to have the opportunity to grow and just be reminded of you know who, who you, you are. are yeah it's a needed it's needed and painful but needed and any human will probably find themselves saying like that person deserved better and where that may be true it's not good to think those things because that belittles ourselves you you're selling yourself short and you got to remember that you're unique in your own way and you're you're beautiful in your own way and don't compromise for anybody and yeah. you know there are so many different situations that may trigger us in a specific way yeah it's not the other party's fault you know it's things that we just have to learn how to deal with and control in a more intelligent way but it happens and yeah. it's completely normal yeah i think i think it's really hard to have a, an organic and truthful response but have still like there there is no same of organic and truthful and then like calm and collected yeah you know? uh, they're they're somehow never traveling in the same boat you know thanks for this thanks for making people look like people i think we forget that all the time i feel like we forget that we're all human thank you so much for tuning in and for a more immersive experience, be sure to follow us on Instagram at wearehuman.tv. We'll catch you next time. And remember, we're always learning. Yeah.